Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by CP for Monday, January 25th. I'm Caroline Gonzalez, joined on today's show by Sean Fizanz from Fox 8. Sean, first of all, how are you doing today? Doing all right. How are you? I'm doing great. Excited to talk a little bit about Senior Bowl. Of course, we both wish we were talking about the Saints going to the Super Bowl at this point. And of course, I don't want to rub any salt in the wounds because it's it was tough for everyone to see Tampa Bay beat the Packers uh, on Sunday and just knowing what could have been for the Saints. Uh, before we get into a little Senior Bowl talk, can you just talk about your feelings, emotions, seeing Tampa Bay uh, beat the Packers on the road yesterday? You know, look, love them or hate them, the, the NFL is too hard. It's 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 not so you're not supposed to go to the Super Bowl ten times in a career, and Tom Brady has now done that. So love them or hate them, you got to respect what he's been able to accomplish. And he didn't play a perfect game yesterday. He played uh, a good first half and kind of got a little lost there in the second half. But nonetheless, when he's on a football team, that team that team's chances of winning a lot and going to the Super Bowl go up immensely. And look, Tampa Bay made the right play. They got Tom Brady and look where they're at right now. My goodness. Yeah. And we've been talking about it uh, since Tom decided to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in March. And we were hoping that, you know, Drew Brees would fate the same way he did in the regular season. But as you said, you have to respect Tom Brady and the things that he's been able to do especially in his first year uh, with the team. Um, Sean, let's go ahead and get into a little 2021 Senior Bowl talk. Uh, Things are a little bit different this year as 130 participants head to Mobile, Alabama to compete um, in this year's Senior Bowl. But obviously in COVID-19, everything is different. And what, what does it look like this year for those participants heading down to Mobile? Well, I think they're they're obviously they have their COVID protocols, the COVID uh, testing, those sort of things. Um, I, you know, I, this is the first year I haven't covered it in probably, oh, well over a decade. I've gone to Mobile pretty much every year, uh, with the exception of the Super Bowl year, um, to cover it. And so I, I really, I, from what I understand, you can go down and cover it, but the the interviews are much different. You know, I'm used to the practices being over. You can go on the field and talk to different prospects it's become sort of the end of year press conference for Mickey Loomis but that, that's not obviously the case this year right um so it, it's a lot different and I, I don't know how I thought I read it was a couple of representatives from each team were allowed I don't know how you can do face-to-face meetings or if it's just zoom um but look it, it, it's you know much like everything else in American society and really the entire world right now everyone's adjusting um just pulled off uh, an NFL season for the most part obviously still got the Super Bowl but nonetheless now they'll make it work. It's an important part of the process. Um, it's it's an interesting game, and it's interesting to watch everything unfold because it's not just what's happening on the field. A lot of times in the stands, a lot of business is being conducted, a lot of uh, hires, fires, promotions, those sort of things. A lot of news seems to happen this week in Mobile. So us not all being down there, I'm curious to see how that all shakes out. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that that happened. I've never covered a, a senior bowl. It's mostly our senior reporter uh, for NewOrleansSaints.com, John DeShazer. So are you allowed to report on that or speculate at all of the things that you're seeing in the stands? You know, you're used to seeing uh, players, moms and dads and kind of cheering and saying, put my son in the game. But I mean, with such business decisions going down in these metal bleachers, what does that look like? Yeah, well, look, you're, you're watching what's on the field, obviously, but there, you have to understand there's a lot of Obviously, there's, there's talent on the field. There's coaches in the in the stands. There's coaches on the field. There's GMs uh, in the stands. You know, there's assistant coaches. There's coaches kind of uh, looking for gigs, kind of roaming around. There's agents there. I mean, so it's a lot of it's it's almost like a, a like a 
like a convention, if you will, with all these uh, sort of different forces meeting uh, in Mobile. And, and it's, you know, credit the NFL. They've stayed down there uh, in Mobile. They've been loyal to that to that city for that game. And look, things just happen when everybody's around. And, you know, a lot of things gets talked gets talked about. Now, I don't openly speculate off what I saw, but I, if I am able to you know talk to a prospect and they tell me the Saints talk to him or uh, if I see an LSU guy and he tells me who, what teams he's talked to, yeah, I can go ahead and report it. And I've done that many times over the years. So uh, me not having that, uh, that that contact with him this year, I'm, I don't know how it's going to look uh, from a reporting standpoint. But nonetheless, it's a 24-7 business. So uh, we just got to keep up with what's happening. 24-7 is exactly right. And Sean, how much more attention or maybe less attention is being put on the senior bowl because you're not going to have the same combine as you've had in the years past, but coaches are also relying maybe more on those pro days for their student athletes. And so what kind of does, what is the impact? And I apologize for the leaf blowers coming by. (laughs) Uh, But what is the senior bowl? uh, How much pressure is there on senior bowl for these players who might not get that same attention in their pro day? Well, look, all I know is this. You have a great senior bowl, your draft stock will rise, regardless of who's in attendance, who's there. The coaches that are there, I believe it's Miami and Carolina coaching two teams uh, this year. Um, if you have a guy that rises in the senior bowl, it can really help your draft stock. And it, what, what it does is it sort of levels the playing field. You get around your peers of equal uh, talent, and then you see who rises to the occasion. Uh, whereas, you know, in different situations, you, know, you may have a small school guy, you may have another guy you know, from a bigger school that, you know, is, is a part of a, a, a team uh, that's, that's got great talent around them. But sometimes when you, when you put those guys next to each other and you watch them uh, perform, you know, sometimes maybe the scouting report can get a little different. Or, you know, if a guy does well, you weren't, it wasn't really on your radar, he has a great week at the senior bowl. What happens is a lot of these scouts, these draft guys, they'll go back and check the tape and that player can shoot up or go down uh, on draft boards based off that performance. It's still a huge part of the process. It's one of the more, one of the most respected I guess uh, off-season all-star games, if you will, um, seems to have a lot of prestige, holds a lot of weight. So uh, it's still a very, very important part of the process. And you're much better off having a good senior bowl than not. So uh, right. these players that are there certainly still have a lot to gain by having a good week. Do you think we are going to see more gambling from scouts and recruiting on the players that they pick up because of the difference in this year's recruiting process? You know, some players didn't have as much games as other players or as many games as other players. Do you think we're going to see more gambling for this year's rookie class? Or do you think, you know, these scouts have been around long enough to know that they can do justice in the COVID-19 environment? That's a great Great question because there's been some conferences that only have five or six games, you know, yeah. uh, big time conferences. So is that enough tape? You know, and then I can think of the, uh, the kid out of uh, was it North Dakota, the, the, the quarterback Trey Lance. Yeah. He only played one game this year, you know, and this is a this is a first round quarterback. Uh, that's a great question. Um, I'm sure the scouts have their their formulas that they use, um, and then they'll be able to sort of map out their prospects that way. But you just wonder are there more wild cards this year, just given the fact you just don't have that, the same uh, amount of tape for some of these prospects that are going to come from some big time schools uh, and smaller schools as well. So that's certainly something to, to monitor as, as this draft process, you know, goes along. And if it becomes a big issue, it, w- it would probably be leaked out at some point that, you know, there, there is a, a, a dilemma and enigma here. Just uh, how do you handle this? And uh, look, they'll just go through it and just do the best they can. Like everything else, like I said earlier, we're all just trying to manage. And I guess the NFL scouting circles are no different. 
Well, we heard from Sean Payton too last week saying that he wouldn't mind maybe taking some of these interviews virtually from here on out. I mean, some of the hands-on stuff you want to have with these players that you're recruiting, but as far as these general interviews, um, you can get a, a generally good idea of the personality, the um, character of these players, just even over Zoom calls like we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, the advancements in modern technology have been right. great for certain things. Um, remember last year, things got uh, crazy as the draft got closer and closer because that was right when, you know, COVID was really picking up and it was really a scary time at that point, just because it was so many unknowns about the virus and, you know, everybody adapted. Um, so you, it, it would be certainly, um, it would be, you know, reasonable to think that, um, some of the things that we've adapted to stick around long-term, I mean, the zoom situation is certainly something that you probably could get more interviews than you normally would have. Uh, via Zoom just because of, you know, how easy it is. But I still think there's something to the face-to-face, get-to-know-a-guy, you know, sort of mindset. But, you know, in, in the COVID world, you just got to make do with what you have. And uh, I'm sure these, uh, these Zoom calls are going to be a big, big, big part of the process. Yeah, I definitely uh, lose some of my personality on these hinge uh, FaceTime dates, that's for sure. <laughs> Sean, I want to get to know, um, you know, the the players that you're going to be looking for, not only for the Saints, I want to ask you about that second, but just in general, which players are you going to keep your eye on during this year's Senior Bowl? You know, I, I am a I am a local guy through and through. So if it's yep. got LSU in that helmet, I uh, I generally gravitate towards those guys. Um, Racy McMatch, Jabril Cox, and Jacoby Stevens are all playing in the Senior Bowl. Both those, all three of those guys can certainly help their stock. A guy like McMath didn't get a whole lot of touches. He didn't get a whole lot of, uh, of playing time. I, I guess he got playing time, but he's a guy that, that LSU's produced a few of these guys that didn't necessarily – they didn't break through at their collegiate career, but at the next level they play well. I think McMath can be a guy like that. He's got certainly got size. He's got some position flexibility. Jacoby Stevens is a safety, uh, but they, they're talking about him maybe playing linebacker at the next level. Jabril Cox is a guy that if he would come out last year – could have been a second or third round pick. Uh, had a deep, good year uh, with LSU. One of the few bright spots on that defense. He's got a great. He's a great cover guy for a linebacker. Which in today's NFL, to me, that is the best trait to have uh, for a linebacker. So those three guys. I'll be watching a few of the quarterbacks. Although I just, I just read. I don't know if this is uh, confirmed or not that Kyle Trask is not going to play. He was a guy that I was eyeing as well. Um, so those are a few of the guys I'll be looking at just to see. Um, you know, different things that you notice on the field. Can they adapt to certain pro style systems? Can they do they have the skill set that could potentially um, be a fit here or anywhere in the NFL? What about for the New Orleans Saints, Sean? Because, you know, with Drew's decision kind of looming, we don't know what's going to happen exactly with that yet. Uh, you would imagine some personnel know, but um, as Peyton has said, that they've prepared for this or whatever this may be uh, by bringing in Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill and kind of preparing those players. But when you're talking about the Senior Bowl, are there any players specifically for the New Orleans Saints that you might keep an eye on? That's interesting because um, the, the guys I've been watching, the guys I've been, uh, you know, it, for the last couple of weeks, I've been in my mock draft mode where I just I check them every day right. just to see who's in the ballpark. And the guys that I've noticed that popped up most for the Saints that I don't think a lot of those guys are actually playing in the senior bowl. So they must be, um, you know, uh, early entries that aren't, aren't eligible to play or maybe they weren't invited or maybe they turned down uh, the invitation. But I mean, if you want to go through what the Saints necessarily need, you know, I, I could see 
them addressing the linebacker position. I can see them addressing the safety position, considering you have a, you know, a free agent there in, in Marcus Williams, and, and who knows if he goes elsewhere, if he returns. Um, I can see, look, it, the quarterback's situation is going to get the, all the headlines based off, A, what Drew does, and B, um, what's available, what you already have in-house. But, I, look, the Saints – no, they have to get that position right. So they would be foolish to not at least look at this uh, class of quarterbacks coming out into the draft and do extensive due diligence diligence on each one of these guys. Now you're picking in the back end of the first round, so that limits your pool somewhat, but there's some guys in striking distance that you could perhaps go up and get. There's, a, there's some guys, if you stayed where you're at, maybe could fall to you. Um, so I, I think all those options are on the table. Um, that, you know, in the process really just begins now because the senior bowl has always been to me where everything kind of gets jump started in the off season. And, and obviously that's a, it's a big week for all the teams. Yeah. And we certainly have our trust in Mickey Loomis, Jeff Ireland, Kai Harley, uh, all of the saints front office, Sean, last question before I let you go, how upset are you to not be going to mobile? I mean, that's the happening place. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a spot. And, and I, I've gone there for the last, like I said, last, 10, 11 years, it's become a bit of a routine. You know, we got a little breakfast spot that we go to. We got our, uh, uh, I have a, a couple of agents that I, that I meet up with and chat with just to get a little information on some of their guys they have coming up. Uh, we get a chance to talk to Mickey. Um, sometimes, not every year we've talked to Peyton, but you know, he's been there uh, more than enough to, that we've chatted with him. Right. You know, it, it's a, it's a good time. You know, the season's over and you're not as grinding as much that, you know, everyone's a little more, a little more relaxed. You can have some, a little more interaction, some, you know, add some context and some conversation. So I am missing it because it's, it's, it's always one of those trips that um, you don't realize how much fun you have when you go there because you go there and you really get a lot of information and you go back and you just, wow. Okay. Now you, you're all, your whole off season plan is in terms of your coverage is somewhat set based on what, based off of what you learned this week in mobile. So I just have to do my best through text messages and phone calls to see what I can, can, can dig up uh, yeah. from mobile. Yeah, no diner conversations with Mickey Loomis, at least not this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have never had breakfast with him yet, but I've, I've had breakfast with a few, uh, with a, with a few uh, agents down there at, at our breakfast spot. So it's always been a good spot uh, to go hang out and uh, get a little uh, intel on as to what's going on. So it's always a fun week. This could have been the year. This could have been the year that you invite Mickey Loomis to pancake. I guess. Want to share a hey. stack? Why not? The invitation's <laughs> open. If you hear, if you listen to this, the invitation's open. How about that? <laughs> Well, John, we appreciate you joining us to talk a little Senior Bowl. Uh, obviously, upset that we're not going to be seeing your um, coverage there for it. But, of course, we can always watch your coverage on Fox 8. So, appreciate your time to come talk a little Senior Bowl for us. All right, great. Thanks for having me. All right, that was Fox 8. Sean Fazan highlighting the Senior Bowl, which will be played on Saturday, January 30th at 1.30 p.m. You'll get a nice little NFL break before the Super Bowl on February 7th. Of course, we know the opponents in this year's Super Bowl, uh, Kansas City Chiefs and T Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I took a deep sigh because uh, could have been us Saints fans, could have been us. Uh, but again, a reminder that that 2021 Senior Bowl, January 30th, this upcoming Saturday at 1.30 p.m., we will have some coverage for you on NewOrleansSaints.com and the Saints app. 
Um, and as always, we appreciate you listening to us. We will have much more information throughout the week. Be sure you're checking neworleansaints.com, downloading the Saints app. We will have another episode for you later in the week celebrating the anniversary of Archie Manning being drafted by the New Orleans Saints. So you don't want to miss that show later this week. We will keep you updated on the Saints Pod Twitter account. That is at Saints Pod. And of course, you can follow the New Orleans Saints at Saints on Twitter. All right, for Caroline Gonzalez, Sean Fazan, thanks for joining me for the Monday edition of the New Orleans Saints Podcast presented by Saints.